TheItSpot.com. Hey, where are you assholes? I wanted, to, I wanted to fucking lay down my fucking plan for the rich people. I wanted to spring my fucking rich people declaration on you. Oh, I've had enough. Uh, you know, comes down to an army surplus store. And a fucking Cessna. Anyways, I'll have to lay this on you another time, man. But it uh, shouldn't wait too long. Listening to Air Out My Shorts with Preston Buttons and the Word Whore. Check, check, check. Check all right. Are you doing your warm up exercises? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Ah, ooh, ah, ooh, ah, ooh, ah, ooh. Ah, ah, ooh. Babu, 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 babu. I don't know if you remember this, but um, way back. In the the first office, when the people were rehearsing that god-awful musical on the floor above us. Yes, I... In the studio above us. I um, hung out there. They would do... Ah, 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 ah. Buh, 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 buh. And when they got to the Fs, we were making every word into a swear word. So when they got to the Fs, we'd yell, ah, ah. Uh, and we had it perfectly timed so that it was a whole chorus of us responding back. <laughs> they never found it funny. I found it quite funny. They were awful people. They were noisy. I hate thespians. Me too. <laughs> well, you know, the amateur independent kind. I'm all for the money-making ones. <laughs> What's going on, dude? Uh, not a whole lot. When will you ever have an answer that doesn't start with that? Because you usually say not a whole lot, and then you go in on to tell me exciting things of your adventures. Well, then you know something exciting is coming now. Okay. Uh, but there isn't. I'm all giddy. Yeah, no. No, no, no. No? Uh, Maybe no. you could fill me in Nothing on why really. uh, Polly B insists that you bring a large quantity of Jimmy hats with you on the Chicago trip. Uh, I couldn't tell you why. You couldn't I, tell I, me I, why? I, I didn't get that memo, I guess. Or you couldn't tell uh, me, comma, why? <laughs> I couldn't tell you. I, I don't know if he if the, if he's propositioning me. I or, assumed so. Or, or if uh, I assumed he so. thinks that uh, there will be a lot of tail. Mm. Okay, he's giving you hope. False hope, possibly. Uh, who knows? Or I had a theory that maybe, although the Jimmy hats don't make a lot of sense, but maybe uh, your tiny hands will be a, a refreshing change from Tony Hearn's big mittens, right? Mitts. Uh. <laughs> I meant mitts. Mittens. <laughs> I don't know why Tony Hearn's mittens are up Polly B's butt. What that has to do with Jimmy hats. Mm. Uh... There goes that lateral thinking again. <laughs> I'm lost already. Anyway, that has nothing to do with Jimmy Hats. But I'm excited to know what Jimmy Hats are now. Jimmy Hats were explained. I know. Oh. No, I mean, as a result of our last episode, I now know what Jimmy Hats are. Oh. I didn't previously. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I do now that you okay. actually said it. 
Jesus um, Christ. What's going on? Instead of whatever guess, it was that you said beforehand. What did I say before? Oh, something like you can't wait to find out what Jimmy hats are. Kaku, 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 kaku. <laughs> da do, da do, da do, da um, do. Let's go back to the warm ups. <laughs> you are listening to Air on My Shorts. I am Preston Buttons. And I'm the word ho word. Thank you for tuning in. I just wanted to note two people actually emailed me saying that uh, they were, in fact, the one person who got my reference to Pink Floyd's San Tropez song. Well, I got it also. No, you didn't, actually. Yes, I did. I can prove it. Read the description of that episode. No, well, I didn't. Anyway, I'm not talking about you. I would figure that you might. Okay. I'm one of the few. Yeah. So did you just tell me that two people emailed you to say they were the one person well, who understood I, it? I made the comment <laughs> saying... Because your math is a I, little fucked up. I made the comment saying one person understood mm. that. Oh, so who were they? Uh, Regular listeners? One, or? one person submitted a story that we'll get to. Mm. And I can't remember his name. Excellent. And then someone else. Hmm. Two someones. Two someones and who me. spent a lot of time in the 70s listening to Pink Floyd. Or. Or you or, who had me or, explain it to you after the or last episode. Or more likely, if my knowledge of our demographics is correct, more likely their parents have exposed them to such things. Mm, no, these, well, one guy was definitely old. Something. <laughs> one person bought the album first. Okay. First run. All right. What is up with you? Um... What is up with me? What's up with me? I don't know. What's up with you? What's up with me? Fuck, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I had stuff. Oh, fuck. Oh, shit. Shit, shit. I did have something. I don't know if I want to talk about it, though. I'm still, I'm still reeling from the shock and horror. On the exact same weekend, we are supposed to be in Chicago for... Festivus Tetanus, which mm-hmm. is what is the, the, the brand name on that weekend that I could not remember last episode. Um, Festivus Tetanus in Chicago on the 27th of whatever month that will be. Um, Kevin Smith is in town, and the event at which he is speaking is being sort of coordinated by somebody I know quite well and I would have all kinds of access and Hmm. shoulder rubbing opportunity and I'm now torn because I've already rubbed Polly B's shoulder and well from what I I know this is gonna hurt his feelings horribly but if you have your tiny hands all over him then maybe I could be forgiven it's Kevin fucking Smith yeah I know you know how I feel about him I hear he's, he's not a lot of fun to hang around with. But you know my bear fetish, <laughs> right? And he's got to be tired of that skeleton wife of his now, by now. <laughs> so right? he can trade one for another. Hey! <laughs> yeah, mine, maybe he can buy me some boobs so I can be wife number two. Um, well, considering that I don't even know what weekend... Chicago is? Well, all Except I, that it's two weekends. Okay, here's what's happening. I have the the official itinerary straight from Nottingham Festivus Shire, England, where Punky lives mm-hmm. in the treehouse. Um, 
They are both flying into Chicago on the same day. However, Polly B is then abandoning Tony all by himself mm -hmm. in Chicago and going somewhere else mm -hmm. for like four days and then coming back for the second weekend. So Polly B is only going to be in Chicago on the first weekend and the second weekend and the week in between or the four days in between he's elsewhere. Okay, so he'll on be the there road every, every weekend, but there are only two weekends. Right. So we'll be every, coming in for the every, weekend of the 22nd. Every weekend of two. Or of the 29th. This is a very mathematical episode. Um, yeah. I, I don't know if it's top secret or not, but basically I think the, the rationale behind it is he can't spend that amount of time with Tony Hearn, you know, in, what's the word I'm looking for? Chicago. No, <laughs> yeah, also in Chicago, in, you know, um, Tony Hearn immersion. It's like too much. This is a long story. It what is? What weekend? Okay. <laughs> it's. It doesn't matter because I don't have a car. Okay. <laughs> what are you talking about? What does a car have to do with anything? <laughs> with me getting there. Oh, I thought you were driving with that little. Um, elf chick you used to see no that was a possibility oh that fell apart no it didn't fall apart okay. i was waiting for your response well, well i don't know what i would have to do with that i'm not riding in the car with the two of you well see that was something that you were oh. supposed to get back to me about oh i didn't know that i thought you were telling me that you had a way there and not to worry about it no because if i'm going i'm flying mm. non-negotiable Okay. Much much like Polly B, I that don't think I can to know spend. When we discussed it, and you said I'll get back to you on that. I said I'd get back to you, and then you told me that you might have someone to drive with you and share the cost. Maybe I misunderstood. Yeah. Maybe I did that intentionally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't spend that kind of buttons immersion. That's sort of what I was building up to slowly and hesitantly and carefully. Yeah, was, it would have been quicker the other way, so I'm I could have made plans to go to Chicago. Holy shit, dude, you still can't. It's a month away, a whole friggin' month. Nobody makes plans that far in advance. Nobody. You're making all kinds of faces now. Let's read a story. Okay. But I'm also telling you I may not be going at all. You're telling me not to tell you this on the air? <laughs> I'm so confused. Well, it doesn't really matter. All right. I was going to tell you a Miami story as well, but I guess we'll go into a story instead. It's from Amy Mann. Holy shit. I'm glad she's a listener. Is it really from Amy Mann? I think she spells her name differently. No, it's spelled exactly the same. How else can you spell man? How many ends could you possibly put in there? Uh, I was thinking something else. Oh, the Amy spelled differently? Yeah, but, uh, but no, it's not. Anyway, Amy Mann. Of course she's a fan. Of course she is. Are you going to read it? Sure. Pressing buttons in the word whore. I would just like to say how much I enjoy your podcast. It makes me laugh so hard that my co-workers... Amy Mann wouldn't have co-workers, would she? Would she mean the band? <laughs> Probably. Okay. My co-workers stare and ask what the hell I'm listening to. I love headphones. Anyway, I have attached a short story that my friend and I wrote. I hope you get a chance to read it. However, there is no sex in it, so I don't know if it will get on the air. I noticed that the hotter the story is, the more likely you guys would read it. I can't say that I'm complaining, though. 
enjoy the story. And I can't wait to hear the next episode. Love, hugs, <clears throat> kisses, and gropes, Amy Mann. I added that part. Mm-hmm. Um, well, Amy, if you actually did listen to the show, then you would know that we're always complaining about how people keep on sending us in their fucking fantasies and borns. And that we've been waiting for something like a children's story. But she does listen. She's saying she listens, dude. Yeah, I know. Don't call her a liar. People have said that before. She's lonely. <laughs> yes. She has a co-writer. Well, she shouldn't. <laughs> what? Because she's Amy Mann. Yeah, well, maybe She's Amy supposed to be the loneliest number. That song that goes on and on and on and on and on until you want to rip your own eyes out with a pitchfork. Pitchfork. Mm-hmm. Did I ever tell you the story of when I went to see Magnolia in the theater and that song was playing for so long and so loud over top of the beginning of the movie and I walked in late. The movie had already started and I really thought that the theater had forgotten to turn the music off that they play in the theater before the movie starts. I was getting so mad. I can't, I can't, couldn't hear the dialogue, and I thought they'd left the stereo music crap on. I think you did tell me that. And it was really, you know. Dude, I hate that song. I like Amy Mann, but I hate that song. Mm. It goes on way too long. The original's super short and quick and to the point. It's true. I don't remember. Right. The story's called The Colony by Shane Passion, I'm assuming, although... I want to call her Shane Passion. Yes, you would think so. Okay. Although, would that be a girl's name, Shane? It could be either or. It's very androgynous. I've never heard of a girl named Shane. Then you don't watch the L word. No, I don't. That's a shame. The traveler came to the gate. He displayed none of the appropriate signals, so the guards would not let him in. He called out, Repent, for the gods have grown angry. They shall come abandon this city, and it will perish if they are not appeased. Give thanks for the plenty they provide, or they shall remove their protection, and the demons shall rise to consume the place. Many came to see him speak, including me. The most mocked him for even suggesting going to the old ways. The legend goes that many generations ago we struggled to seek the gods as they roamed the earth living off their goodwill. The gods were easily angered and abandoned us regularly. We would pray for forgiveness and seek them out again. Life was hard and worse yet, demons would lure whole time. Demons would lure. <laughs> Demons would lure whole towns away from the gods to destroy them. Then the world changed. The ancients thought the world was destroying itself. The ground moved and heaved, and giant mountains formed and were leveled. All the foraging places were destroyed, and people believed they would starve. But this was the gods reshaping the world for us. New sources of sustenance appeared, pillars that were bursting with food. The gods were blessing us. Then an even greater source was found inside a cavernous mountain, an endless supply of rich food. Now there is no hard foraging. Now we go and satisfy our hunger at our leisure. 
and the city is growing. The trek is dangerous, and occasionally a crew is lost. But the rewards are so great that in comparison, these losses are small. At least they are small to most, but not to me. Listen, children, to a story that was written long ago. I zoned out there. What's going on? Holy shit, where did you go? <laughs> where did you go? I don't know. Like, is this not reminding you of One Tin Soldier? It totally is for me. Uh, I don't know. No? It would, if I was paying attention, perhaps. Oh, well, f wake the fuck up, sister. My sister was lost in one such collection crew. We made our regular run, and were on our way back when the sweet scent caught our attention. We came upon a squarish building from which a tantalizing smell arose. I bet it was cookies. <laughs> I led half of our group back to... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Not those kinds of cookies. <laughs> Cook it. Um, I led half our group back while the other investigated the new site. They should have gotten back a couple of hours after we did, but never showed. They fell into the cookies. <laughs> The cavernous the cookie, cookie jar. In the last ten days, over half the exploratory groups... <laughs> uh, ...have disappeared. The city hasn't told anyone yet, so the general populace isn't afraid yet. Now I follow only well-used trails... And gather only from locations which people have come back from several times. <laughs> <laughs> the sluts? <laughs> I know there is something out there. Maybe the demons are out there. I don't know. But now I am afraid. How do you fight a demon? See, I got lost <laughs> now that there are demons involved. But I'm really now excited about demons. the people falling into the cookie dough. <laughs> I sought out the stranger and asked him to tell me what he knew of the gods. The town he lived in had grown fat and began neglecting the gods, and the gods were angered and abandoned them. The food was still plentiful, but now amongst the food were traps laid by demons to capture people. Oh, I get it. Diseases or pregnancy, maybe. <laughs> what? Yes. In, in the cooking. <laughs> It's a disease cookie. There are traps. The demons put them there. I say crabs. <laughs> the demons use their traps to lure the good people in and feed on their souls. It took two people to write this? I think it's wonderful. Yeah. It's wonderful. What the fuck are you talking about? Are you about? the voice of the, of the sage? What sage? Oh, sure, why not? The god's voice spoke to me in a dream. He said, They are ashamed of us for not paying homage and thanking them for the gracious bounty they provided. The gods have left, but will allow the faithful to find them again and receive their protection. All others, blah, blah, demon, blah. Take it, Betty. He trailed off and I... Benny? Benny. Benny. I always say Betty. Mm -hmm. Take it, Betty. 
He trailed off and I thought about his words. No one here really remembers much of the old ways and the old gods. We could not possibly appease them. We don't really remember how. We don't know where and how to seek them out. I asked, How do we find them? The traveler's face brightened as he spoke. The gods have sent me to warn the people, and the faithful would seek me out. You see, the gods want us to find them. They will protect the faithful from harm. He sent me to gather the faithful and warn them. Demon traps are marked by signs, which the gods have shown me. I am here to share it with the faithful, like yourself, that seek me out. He went on to draw the demon mark. It was a rose tattoo with a banner that said, Enter Here. That is why I have brought you together. I know that destruction is coming to us. If we stay here, I have heard the tales and seen the signs. The demons are out, and they are hungry. According to the legends, the demons are crafty and will eventually hide their marks better. So we must find the gods quickly. For now, we can identify them with these symbols. The demon's mark begins with a large red circle. There is a red slash across the circle from the upper right to the lower left. Inside the circle is an image similar to us. Another symbol is a banner made up of nine black symbols. It looks like this. And poison. Dun dun dun! Oh, scary boys and girls. You thought very they were scary. Thought they very were people, scary. but they were ants, ants, ants. I loved it. I loved it, but I was having multiple association problems through the whole thing. It was like first, first it was reminding me of um, of one tin soldier, right, with the mountain and the shit and mm. the and the fruitful prize at the end of the <laughs> yeah. yeah? You don't you don't remember that Tell at all. You they should have left their shit alone. And then wait, there was something left. What shit alone? The mountain and the shit. Oh yeah, you remember one tin soldier, right? Yes. And then there there was this other part about the gracious bounty that w- that suddenly God's spell was in my head and the all good gifts surround us are sent from heaven above. You remember that courageous, courageous. No. <laughs> What is courageous? I just I just invented it's another courageous courageous song from Godspell. It's so outrageous. It's so how so thank so, the Lord. Sorry. It's so horrific. It's outrageous. It's courageous for all His love. Stay tuned for courageous and courageous Kelly. But, but I don't know where the whole. Keebler Elf cookie manufacturing treehouse came into play. Uh, yeah, I had a sort of a little bit of a different vision of that. But you did? Yes. Oh. Hmm. Um. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Let's make a phone call. Okay. Hello. How's it going? You're on the air with Preston Buttons and the Word Horror. Uh, it's been better. Why? I'm in a rooming house, as you know. A rooming house? Yeah, I'm in a rooming house. What a psychotic fucking idiot who just babbles and plays that stupid computer game all day. It's a hostile hostile. Yeah, things haven't been uh, going too well for the last few years. 
Ah. Decided to make a declaration. Okay. I fucking hate rich people. Well, that, that's not new. I think you've made that declaration more than once. Yeah, but it's been branded onto my fucking mind at this point. A couple of bad things have happened, and uh, I've decided I've had enough. Okay, get us up to speed here. I've been around for 40 years, and all these fucking assholes have had the time to straighten out, clean up their act, but I still see them in their fancy fucking cars and their fucking shitty Corvettes with their $5 coffees and the smug looks on their fucking faces. <laughs> I walk past them in the fucking first-class section of the buses that I go places on. Actually, it was airplanes at one point. That's when I really fucking hated them, when I had, uh, you know, I was traveling on airplanes. I could afford tickets and stuff. Yeah, I don't think there's a lot of people on buses, of rich up. people on buses. Oh, everybody knows. I don't think there's a first-class section on a bus. Sit in the front seats. But anyways, yeah, I hate walking on the fucking first, right past the first-class section of the airplanes on your way to the cheap seats. And these fucking cocksuckers with their white, they don't even look up at you. They don't even fucking glance at the troglodyte fucking, you know, plebeian common hordes passing by their $500 fucking extra seats and they're sitting there reading their fucking New York Times with their Armani sunglasses and they don't even acknowledge you. Wait, why does this bother you so much? Don't look at the rich people or you'll be beaten or you'll have to work in their garden for five years as a fucking punishment. I've had it. I've had it with these fucking assholes. Forty years later, uh -huh. once they're off, I'm just going to start killing and torturing rich people. Okay. That's exactly what... You know, I don't have a lot of dough, and uh, I sometimes go by fancy fucking stores, and there they are with their expensive clothes, buying their sparkly shit that I can't afford, and they flaunt that. Look what I have. You don't have this. Yelling at the people, like the fucking help, the maids, the guys who do the gardening and mow the lawn. I've seen you in some sparkly shit. I don't have nice things. And it comes down to this. You're, you know, you're at the local coffee shop with your pals. Biff, the fucking sewage worker, and Ernie, who lives on his mom's porch, behind the screen, instead of work. But, uh, you know, there's Sal, the toilet cleaner. Good guy. And you're enjoying your coffee, and, uh... You know, up to the curb, and his fucking Hummer, his Ferrari, pulls up uh, fucking Billy Rockefeller III with the smug look and the attitude and the sunglasses and the expensive fucking trousers. And, uh, hey, we're going to beat you to death today, okay? We're going to give you the card of the fucking Fred, our pal who works at the bait shop. No offense, we've just had enough, and it's time to cull the herd, and uh, it's that simple. Huh. How many soft-ass fucking little fucking white-shirted polo-playing caviar-eating little fuck in one society stand? Not that many. It's time to call the herd. Okay. When does this plan begin? Immediately. Okay. <laughs> well, maybe not immediately. I was a lot. Uh, I was a lot more upset about a week ago. But uh, you know. Yeah, it seems like you've calmed down a little bit. Yeah, I'm looking at it calmly from a different angle. Hmm. People have asked me, you know, to reconsider on this. <laughs> you know, oh, I know some nice rich people. Yes, you do, and I would think you you would spare them. Yeah, but it's a critical boiling point, and I think just everybody should go. Okay. <laughs> Time well, to go. For, for, for the greater good. Exactly. Yeah. 
It, you know, you could just be efficient on this one and get a. Where do they all hang out collectively? It's Aspen. There you go. Most of us are fucking tobogganing in a local park <laughs> using super slider snow skates. These fucking super slider snow skates and congregating up in Aspen. So I'll just rent a Cessna and go to a fucking you know army surplus store and or one of those arms dealers and pick up a couple of Hellfire missiles <laughs> or a medium sized atomic warhead. I don't think you can get those at the army surplus time. store. <laughs> I think you, peak season. I think you've misinterpreted oh the army oh, surplus stories. Stop. for Elizabeth, uh, and you take the Porsche. I'll meet you back at the Vanderbilt house and bring my other uh, K2 skis. Get one of the service. <laughs> you know, it's been a tough couple of years, man, and I don't have a lot of dough, and I'm climbing out of the hole. You should have called me a week ago. We did. You didn't answer. Yeah, well, probably because I was a little too upset. Hmm. I'm not as upset as I was, but I, and the, the thought's still with me. I had to convey that. Mm. Well, m- when you get this plan together, f- fill I wanted it. to blow up Aspen. I just get really upset. All right, we'll let you go. All right. Thank you so much for joining Sorry, us. It couldn't have been more use, but uh, you were great. I've been on Quaaludes. I learned a lot from uh, Karen Carpenter's brother. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. Hmm. And that's it for another episode of Air Up My Shorts. You've all been wonderful. They have been fabulous, don't you Thank think? Thank you very much. They've been fabulous. We audience couldn't do it tonight. without you. We we've had the best time with you tonight. It's really been great. It's a, oh no, we applaud uh, you. We do. We do applaud Thank you. you. Thank you. Thank best you. Best audience we've ever had, don't you think? Uh, absolutely. I mean, absolutely. We, we travel around the globe, the earth. The earth, around the earth. Yes, but uh, I must say, you guys... Oh, this is my favorite city. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. I love coming coming here. Yeah, me too. Me too. I think I'll come back. Yeah. Um, so, uh, send us your stories. Oh, please, please. Shorts at the itspot.com. 800 words or less. Preferably, yes. Download our drinking game. Go to the website. All the shit's there. AirMyShorts.com, and please visit our Cafe Press store. Buy our stuff, make us rich, um, or just cover the costs. <laughs> We've sold one hat, one hat. Oh, speaking of which, I would love to know who bought the hat. So, if you are the the lady or gentleman who purchased an official Air Help My Shorts baseball cap. We would love to hear from you. I think someone on the forum posted, actually. Oh. Said that they bought one. Okay, well, that is the one. <laughs> so I, I, would like to, I would like to properly thank that individual. Yes, thank you. Thank you, hat wearer, buyer, and tell us what you think of the hat. We've never seen the hat. Are you enjoying your hat? What kind of adventures have you had in your hat? Please give us a call. 305 76 shows, as in shows me your cookies. Good night. Bye. You've been listening to Air Out My Shorts with Preston Buttons and the Word Whore. Air out your shorts by sending your short stories to shorts at theitspot.com or visit us at our website at theitspot.com. Air out my shorts.
Attention to the song, motherfuckers. Buy our stuff, make us rich. Official Air Out My Shorts merchandise available now at cafepress.com slash air out my shorts. I said, what's the phone number? You shut up down there. I got an important call. This show is a member of the Pod Riot Network. Let the riot be.